What's up, guys? This is Joel Walker, episode 129 of the High and Inside podcast. I really appreciate that you guys listen to this show, and I hope to get more listeners. Tell your friends about the show if you enjoy it, because you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. There are a lot of Braves baseball podcasts, and there's more coming, okay? I'm just giving you the heads up. You probably already know this if, if you're on Twitter. And um, I don't know what the crap you guys are going to talk about in the off season, and you want to start another baseball Braves podcast. But I want to keep you guys entertained. I'm not going to tell you about my uh, my life. I'm not going to tell you about college football. I'm not going to tell you about other things. I want to talk about baseball, the thing I love. And I hope that this podcast is entertaining enough for you. And I really do appreciate everyone that listens. I appreciate all the guests that come on the show. And I do have more guests scheduled to come on the show. But today, I am guest list. So it's just me. The one and only Joel Walker. And of course, you know I open up the show with the fun fact. And it's about baseball. It's not about bowling. It's not about ping pong. Ping pong, ping pong. It's not about college football. Okay? It's about baseball. I love baseball. And you know what? You know what's not baseball? The Falcons losing again today. Please keep losing, Falcons, so I can uh, hopefully get... uh, a good draft picked in here for the team. I don't know who that might be, but hey, that's just where I'm at mentally with the Falcons, a team that I have been following. I've been a diehard Falcons fan since at least the Chris Miller days that I can remember of. Some of you guys are like, Chris Miller, who the crap is that? Look it up. Look it up. Jeff George was here. Chris Chandelier. He was here too. All right, let's just go ahead and let's get into baseball. Enough of that that, uh, crazy talk. The fun fact for the week, the 1962 World Series was played between the New York Yankees and San Francisco Giants. Game six would be played in San Francisco, but a horrible storm, just a big time storm hit the area and the uh, the series would be held off for four days. The storm dumped almost five inches of water. Now, when Game 6 finally arrived, MLB tried to dry the field with hovering helicopters. And get this, this is this is kind of crazy. They poured gasoline on the infield and lit it on fire. It helped some, but the field was still soggy. The Yankees would go on to win that World Series in 1962. All right, let's talk about a couple things here. Just uh, obviously the the uh, Dodgers and Rays playing in the World Series, and boy, oh boy, the only thing I want to mention right now is Game Four. What an ending! That ending was, I mean, just like nothing I've ever seen. Will Smith. Missing that, Randy just like doing somersaults and doing some kind of like gymnastics before he could get to home plate. And then realizing that Will Smith just totally had the ball 
and tossed it 50 feet behind him. Randy getting up, running, scoring the winning run. An amazing ending to a game. And as I'm talking right now, of course, the Dodgers are winning. But I would still say that was just an amazing, crazy ending uh, with, uh, I believe, Brett Phillips up to bat. A guy that has the most interesting laugh. You have to search this. Go Google it. Search Brett Phillips laughing, and you are going to be like, what in the world is going on here? Uh, Yeah, great game. World Series still being played. Dodgers uh, and and Rays tied up 2-2 as I'm speaking, and we'll see what happens. Dodgers up right now. See how that goes. Dodgers might finally get that World Series. People want to make fun of the Dodgers and say, well, they keep going the World Series and they can't win it, but let's look at the Braves in the 90s. Kind of the same situation. Finally won in 95 and that was it. All right, here's one thing I want to discuss before I go to the Braves social media hot take segment. The cycle, the cycle that we seem to go through each season lately of fans wanting to re-sign a free agent and just the range of emotions that they have. Last year, it was with Josh Donaldson. Oh God, we got to get Josh Donaldson back. I was one of those fans. I was that guy. Let's get Josh Donaldson back. We got to get him back. I don't care what it takes. Oh, it doesn't happen. We get Azuna. Azuna, oh, this is going to be a waste. This is a bunch of bull crap. He's not what he used to be. And then he is. He is a freaking amazing baseball player. And then Donaldson has a horrible season. Now, everyone wants Azuna to resign. And it's just like a recycling of emotions for Braves fans. Uh, just, uh, oh no, we want this guy. Last year we wanted Josh Donaldson. Now we want Azuna. And I don't know if it's going to happen. I mentioned last episode that it could possibly be, uh, possibly you might want to look at a guy like George Springer. I don't know if the DH thing's going to happen yet. You know, there's talk back and forth. Things could change. And if the DH is brought back, Ozuna could be that guy. But let's quit making that the topic because Ozuna, even if he is a horrible outfielder, he could still be brought back. We don't have to just focus on, oh, well, if he has to play the outfield, he's not coming back. If he's a DH, that's the only way you bring him back. I think he fit in so perfectly with this team that it made a big difference and that it is something that you want to take a look at if you're the Braves. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, this offseason is going to be unlike any offseasons ever because of the circumstances that happened during 2020. The greatest year ever, right? Am I right, guys? 2020? What a year. I just want to yell, spring break, spring break 2020. It's been so great. Not really. Okay, I'm I'm totally joking. So I don't know what's going to happen with these guys. I don't know what the cost is going to be with free agents. You got Trevor Bauer. 
you got George Springer, you got Azuna, you got uh, Fladito, you got Rochester. I don't, whatever. I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens, okay? And you got to think, who's going to be the first team to sign a free agent and spend the money? And what kind of money are they going to spend? Are they going to spend a lot of money? Or are they going to, you know, is it going to be on the lower side and the player settles for something? That's possibility. And the other thing I want to mention, everyone keeps posting about Trevor Bauer. He said he's only going to play one year. He's going to do one-year contracts. Oh, my God, guys. Get past this. Get past this right now. He may have said this, but things change. It doesn't mean that he is actually going to do this. He could sign a three-year contract. He could sign a five-year contract with the team. So quit dwelling on this. The one-year contract because it may not happen. It may change. And um, we'll see what happens. You know, there's so much more to talk about with the offseason coming up. We'll see what happens when the World Series is over. That is probably going to happen pretty soon. Um, That's kind of like Mario. Pretty soon, Luigi. Uh, yeah, forget that. Never mind. Just whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about, but just, I mean, people kind of get stuck with, with their thoughts and their opinions on these things based on what a player says. And you kind of have to open up and think, you know what? A player said that at one point, but it may not be the end all of what that player thinks now. Things can change, okay? So I'm going to bring you Brave Social Media Hot Takes. If you listened to this podcast before, thank you so much for doing that. You guys are the best. But this is actual post on Facebook from people that say they are Braves fans. And they put the most ridiculous, crazy things on social media. And I read those. Don't give names. Don't want to embarrass the people because some of you guys might actually be listeners. But if you hear yours, you might be like, oh, crap. He read mine. Yeah, I totally read yours. And and, um, you shouldn't be posting on Facebook, okay? Maybe you need to take a little time out, a little time out here. But I'm going to talk about some of the craziest hot takes on Brave Social Media here we go, Brave Social Media Hot Takes. Here they are. Yeah, got some good hot takes here for you. Some folks are just, they're professional hot takers, okay? They know what they're talking about. They know a lot more than the people that are actually playing baseball. First, on Brave Social Media Hot Takes, this fellow right here, I mean, this guy, he should be playing pro ball. So he says, I'm a catcher from way back, but but Darno doesn't really impress me. Did he play good in the regular season? Um, man, I feel like there's a way you could find out this information. One, you could actually have watched the regular season. 
and then two you could look up stats but no you've got to be a guy that apparently hasn't watched the regular season and then you want to say darno is not that good he is not impressing me trust me i'm a catcher I played junior high baseball, and I know what I'm talking about here, okay? Oh my gosh, come on, you stupid little uh, Monday night quarterback, Sunday day quarterback. What's that? What's up? Monday, Monday. Yeah, that's the day. I always get my days mixed up. I always thought Wednesday was Sunday, and Sunday was Monday. No, I didn't. I just made that up. All right, here's the uh, second hot take from... Facebook, Brave, social media hot takes. Real hot takes from people that think they know what they're talking about. And they think they got to put every little thought down. Let me put it on pen and paper and mail it out someone. Okay, but no, they don't have to do that. They have to put it on Facebook. So here we go. Next one. The Braves lost because one, Acura the the vehicle apparently was horrible at the plate no help at all hit and run etc i thought the braves did a outstanding job pitching considering they were shorthanded now let's sign a zuna and a stud starting pitcher and maybe possibly trade riley and get a third baseman that can hit is that all you want you want a hyundai and a acura and a subaru God dang, dude. Can you figure out how to spell people's names? Can you just do a spell check to make sure that it says Acuna instead of Acura? A car? It's a car? My God, dude. Okay, so that be besides that, that you can't spell or spell check. Um, Yeah, they did do a great job considering they were shorthanded. Props to you right there. Very true. Um, trade Riley and get a third baseman that can hit. If it were that just uh, just that easy, you know, it is. If I were just the GM like I was in my MLB The Show game, I can make every trade possible. All right, number three. I am going to say this. Wash would be a better fit for a manager for this team. He likes to have fun. Snit it too serious. Snit it's not snit is too serious. Snit it too serious. I'm not saying he's a bad manager. Well, it kind of seems like you're saying that, you idiot. Wash is just better fur, F-I-R, for this fur for this group. If we can resign, Ozuna resign, not resign, Ozuna and get a a pitcher that can keep things loose, then Wash is the better choice for next year. Puts Nick back at third. Yeah, that's going to go well, buddy. Snicker, uh, we know you've been a manager for the past three years and you've gotten us to the in the least, you've won that, you know, with this team the past three years. But do you mind going and coaching third base again? We'll get Ron Washington to handle this. He's going to get us to the World Series, okay? You can't do it. Fire all them coaches. Fire them. I want to know where you work at, and I want to see if you are the top performer each year. 
And if you're not, you got to be fired. I don't care if you're second, third, fourth out of 30 people doing the same job as you. You got to be fired. We got to get someone else in. Here we go. It's always snicker. Snicker, snicker, snicker. It's never just on what the player's production was. It happens. Baseball is hard to play. All right, let's see. Um, a response to this, though. Okay, so put Snick back at third. Response. Get a real MLB manager, period, Washington. I don't know what's happening right now. I'm with period Showalter, comma, Madden. No, comma, we get a minor league MGR on his way out. Look it up. He was not a good minor MGR either. What? Holy crap, man. I'm not looking at Snickers' minor league management uh, wins and losses. Uh, I, I can see what he's done the past three Freaking years he has won the NL East with this team. I'm just telling you, these are real posts from people, human beings that actually have brains, I think. So this is what they decide to post. And don't get me started on people that don't know how to do a uh, simple things as such uh, as use a period. In a comma. My God, people. So, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's what I think we need for next year. Resign the ones we need to resign. And get at least one to two more stars for pitching. What's your thoughts? Well, let's get that fixed right here. Resign and resign are a little bit different. But you're saying, let's resign the pitcher or people that we need to resign. Whoa, breaking news here, everybody. Breaking news. So resign the people that need to be resigned. Okay, I see where you're going here. Um, no, duh. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, that that would be the idea. Um, uh, wow, I don't know what else to say about that. Let's get the guys we need to get the guys inside those guys that need to be signed. Wow, so much detail, so much detail. Thank you. All right, let's go to the next one. I have a question for everyone. I grew up in the 90s when the braces, not the Braves, it was the braces, you know, the, the things you had on your teeth, were the only team in baseball I thought you thought there's 29 other teams, perhaps. I grew up in the 90s when the Braces were the only team in baseball, I thought. So I grew up idolizing Justice, Klesko, Chipper, Gant, etc. As I've gotten older and got through my days of playing, I'm still a fan of Braves baseball. I, however, this is where I start to lose it, guys. I'm about to lose it. I, however, cannot get behind Del Murphy. Oh, my God. If it didn't happen before this guy was born, it was not good enough. Okay, here we go. So, I cannot get behind Del Murphy. In my opinion, he was an average baseball 
He was an average baseball. He was not an average baseball player. He was just a baseball. Del Murphy, did you know you were a baseball? They apparently threw you around the diamond and hit you out in uh, to different places. You're not a player. You're a freaking Braves baseball. I, however, cannot get behind Del Murphy. In my opinion, he was an average ball player at best. Oh, my gosh. I'm still a fan of Braves baseball. Okay. Keep in mind, my opinion is strictly based of the clips, not off the clips, but of the clips I've seen on YouTube and other media. I guess if I would have seen him uh, seen him day in and day out, might be different. What is so special about him? Who would you compare him to nowadays? So I can have a reference. Thanks and chop on. God bless. Wow, way to bring it in. Bring it home on the end there. God bless. Chop on. That did not make that post any better than the stupidity of what it was. Oh my God. Average baseball player. If a tree falls in the woods, does it make any noise? Yes, it makes noise. Just because you weren't there, you weren't alive when Del Murphy was playing. He was a unbelievable player that is so close to Hall of Fame numbers. Two MVPs. They don't just hand out MVPs to average baseball players. No, they don't, you ding-dong. My God. People are just like, I have an opinion, and you must hear my opinion, and it's stupid. I think, as just a guy that knows that Del Murphy was my favorite player, a guy that grew up in the 80s, that Del Murphy is more than an average player. And you watch, I watch some clips on YouTube, and... Uh, that's pretty much all it takes to make my opinion about someone. Uh, Babe Ruth, not that good. Saw some YouTube clips. Weird, there's not that many YouTube clips of him. You think there'd be more about a guy named Babe Ruth, but he didn't seem that good. Oh my gosh, this one really irritates me. And if you are a Del Murphy fan, this should irritate you too, but hey... People have their opinions, and they are crazy. And that's what makes Brave Social Media Hot Takes so interesting. I was actually kind of going back, digging back into last year's preseason hot takes. And I saw some interesting ones about Ozuna and how horrible it was to sign the guy. And you know what? Those were hot takes, and they were wrong. And that's uh, that's pretty much how it always goes. So there it is. There's this week's Brave Social Media Hot Takes. All right, I have another segment. It's a little bit new. It's kind of similar to something I've done before. I did a segment about fathers that are in the hall of fame and their sons how do they do i did once for instance about pete rose pete rose jr or pete rose the second and uh you know the things that go well for the fathers that didn't go well for the sons but this one is called how did their brothers do 
And I have a couple players I want to discuss. The first one is Tony Gwynn. He had a brother. For those that are not old enough, Tony Gwynn. You better know who this guy is. But his brother is Chris Gwynn. Chris was drafted by the Dodgers in the first round. Tenth pick of the 1985 draft. Now, FYI, Tony was drafted in the third round in 1981. So Chris was drafted higher than his brother. Now, Chris would play from 1987 to 1996 with the Dodgers, Royals, Dodgers again. And his last season he played was with the Padres. Only two of the seasons that he played, he played more than 100 games. His best season occurred in 1993 with the Royals. He played in 103 games with 316 plate appearances, and he batted 300. He never had more than five home runs during a season and had two stolen bases during his 10-year career. His career war was negative 1.4, comparing that to Tony Gwynn's career war of 69.2. Yeah, that's quite a bit of a difference. Sometimes one brother is just fantastic and great. And I think I want to discuss more of these guys on future episodes because I have quite a few more that I had in mind that I want to discuss. That the brother, one brother, Hall of Famer, obviously, and the other brother, yeah, not so great. It just happens. All right, the other guy that I want to mention, Vlad Guerrero. He had a brother, for those of you that don't remember. His name was Wilton Guerrero. Wilton was Vlad's older brother by a year. He would start his MLB career with the Dodgers in 1996. During the 1998 season, he was traded to the Expos, where he would play along with his brother for several years. He didn't produce any power at the plate, producing 11 home runs during his eight-career year. 1998 was his best season, splitting time between the Dodgers and Expos. He played in 116 games for both teams, and he batted 284. He had 104 hits, two Yes, two whopping home runs with 27 RBI. In his career war, kind of going back to Tony's brother, negative 1.8 compared to Vlad's 59.5 career war. I have so many other brothers that have played on here. I, I just kind of wanted to narrow it down to a couple. And... um just kind of mention those you guys are like i don't remember these guys because i don't really remember i knew obviously i knew that tony Gwynn had a brother chris and when i discussed the father-son situation with tony Gwynn and tony Gwynn uh number two junior or uh whatever you would call him just the difference between that relationship and the stats that they put up as a player Something I talked about on a past episode. But honestly, I don't remember Vlad Guerrero having 
a brother and playing with Wilton Guerrero, watching those expos, especially back in the day. Vlad, uh, we don't know what's going to happen with his son. Hopefully he has a really, really great career also. You know, he was a guy that was such a high prospect. And uh, we'll see what happens with him. He's had a couple seasons in the MLB. So here is what I want to talk about. We have a lot of free agents popping up. And the Braves could have some interest in some of these guys. And the thing is, I don't want to discuss all of them on one episode. We can kind of spread this out. So the guy that I think that the Braves could considerably be interested in is a guy called Liam Hendricks, who is from Australia. We have the old Peter Moylan from Australia, and now the Braves could have a Liam Hendricks. Now, Liam originally started his MLB career in 2011 with the Twins. His career has been shaky up until playing with Oakland Athletics starting in 2016. He really came into his own in 2019. In 75 games, he had an 1.80 ERA. And he struck, uh, let's see, out of uh, 124 games in 85 innings, uh, he also had, I don't know what I said there. I'm sorry. I'm like confusing myself. Stick game out 124. What did I write? I don't know. Sometimes I should spell check myself and then put it in brave social media high takes. But he had 25 saves. In the 60 games in 2020, he pitched in 24 games, had a 1.78 ERA, struck out 37 in 25.1 innings pitched, walking only three. I mean, that is unbelievable right there. He had 14 saves. And he made $5.3 million last year. He's currently 31 and will be 32 in February. Now, let me read this scouting report that I came across. His four-seam fastball generates an extremely high number of swings and misses compared to other pitchers, four-seamers. Has well above average velo. Results in somewhat more fly balls compared to other pitchers. Four seamers and has had some added backspin. His slider is a real worm killer. Not my term, this this website's term. Worm killer that generates an extreme number of ground balls compared to other pitchers. Sliders generate more whiff swings compared to other pitchers. Sliders is much harder than usual and has primarily 12-6 movement. Um, his curve is thrown extremely hard, generates an extremely high number of swings and misses compared to other pitchers. And um, this is where I just messed up. Okay, so let me fix this. I knew I messed up this on the slider because that makes no sense with the 12-6 cur- um, drop. The curve has primarily uh, the, the 12-6 movement and has a sharp downward bite i know he has a change up he has some other pitchers uh pitches but he threw it one time each during the 2020 season liam hendricks 
a guy that if uh, the Braves decided to put in here, I think you have to decide he has got to be the closer. And I don't know if you're going to bring back a Melanson or a Green. I think Green is definitely going to wind up with another team. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But I kind of want to highlight a different free agent, especially guys that could be a Braves target. So Liam Hendricks is the first guy that if you're not familiar with him, look him up. I think he would fit on this team perfectly. Not saying it's going to happen, but it could be quite interesting. So anyways, guys, look, that's the show. I got a, a pub, one whopping pub. I watched the uh, episodes of Utopia on Amazon Prime, and uh, it was pretty good. It wasn't like uh, just amazing. It wasn't just just like, oh my gosh, best show ever. But Utopia is really crazy for the fact that it talks about a virus or the flu in this case. And uh, it's eerily similar to things that are going on right now. And it has to put a warning before the episodes of, this is not based on things going on right now. But it kind of makes you think. It's pretty interesting. It's on Amazon Prime, like I said. It's called Utopia. I enjoyed the first season of the show. And if it's something that maybe you want to check out, you got to check it out. So I am part of BigHeadsMedia.com. Check out BigHeadsMedia.com. Lots of podcasts on there, just about everything. You want to hear it? It's on there. I'm on Twitter at high underscore and underscore inside. And I would really appreciate if you give me a follow. And uh, also, if you go to Apple iTunes and you want to leave a review, and it's a pretty decent review, I'll be more than happy to read it on the show and give you a uh, give you a pub. But uh, last week I discussed a pub that I had for a band that I really really love called the Struts. And now, this week, I'm going to close out the show with a song from the Struts' new album that I really love. It also has Robbie Williams, a uh, an artist that I also love. But uh, check out the song. Let's see what happens. Let's see what's going on. Hopefully, I got some guests coming up on the show. Thank you so much for listening, guys. It really means a lot to me that uh, that I have all four listeners listening to this show thank you mom for being one of those uh, and uh whoever else is listening but anyways hey guys i'll catch you next time okay listen to the wind it's the sweetest of sounds smiling at the stranger on the underground every little thing that you do goes a long long way talk about it but isn't it good to be down here alive something money could never buy it's what more than a million roses all oh, these are strange days and many strange ways science fiction i believe 
That's what makes you real